They reckon it takes eight episodes for an average podcaster to burn out. Well, we're going to make sure that that doesn't happen. This is the Jetstreamer Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, we ask that you please take your seats at this time. Go on modulation all four and king with a go. Welcome to the greatest show on earth. Helping you get the most out of your podcasting journey. Welcome to the Jetstreamer Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Jetstreamer Podcast. For another week, we are in season two, and we're about episode five, six, I can't even remember. Five. Yes, five. Just looking at my notes here. <laughs> and you'll you'll understand the reason for the confusion around episode numbers in a second. You see, I had planned for this episode to be all about burnout. Burnout is a really important topic that we need to discuss in podcasting. And it's one of those things that you need to understand when you're first starting out a podcast because it's really easy to overcommit and bite off more than you can chew. And speaking of biting off more than you can chew, guess what? Putting that all into one episode was way more than I could bite off at one time. So I've divided this up into three episodes. That's right. I got halfway through recording this episode and decided, you know what? I'm not giving this enough time. So we're going to give it three episodes worth. And we're going to talk about how you can avoid being one of those podcasters that burns out, has a crap time and ends up hating podcasting. So this first episode, we're going to discuss overcommitment. It's a really easy thing to do. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later in the episode. So here is part one of three of the Jetstreamer podcast on burnout. Let's go. You're listening to the Jetstreamer podcast. Burning out is a very real thing in the podcasting industry, and the way to avoid it is to start thinking about it even before you start making your podcast. You see, it can often be really easy to overcommit to a podcast and overcommit in that sort of wave of enthusiasm and excitement and you get to go and buy all the gear and you're going to be a podcast star and you're going to have a microphone and everybody's going to be listening to your podcast and it's great. And then you get to that magical eighth episode. That's where everybody reckons it happens, where if you can push through, hopefully your podcast is going to be long and sustainable and fantastic and easy, and it's going to add something to your life. And if you're doing it for business, going to add something to your business. Whereas if you falter before that eighth episode, then it's likely you'll never do another podcast episode. So today we're going to talk about some common reasons why podcasters might burn out. And we're also going to talk about some ways to overcome that and maybe even some preventative measures that you can take to stop yourself burning out. The first topic that we're going to cover off today is overcommitting and committing to the wrong thing. It's probably the one thing that's most poisonous to having a good podcasting experience. And it is also the thing that can be alleviated the easiest by some good planning. This is the Jetstreamer podcast. When you are choosing a topic for your podcast, have a think about the topic that you are going to choose and have a think about some of the ideas for episodes that you might take. I mean, the example podcast that I sometimes use in these episodes is Slapshot, the ice hockey movie podcast, which is great, but I can only kind of name three or four ice hockey movies and three of them are the Mighty Ducks trilogy. And that becomes a problem when you've kind of got to the end of that and you're like, yes, I want this podcast to be ongoing and it's awesome. And you get through all your content and you're like, well, do I 
cover off D3, the Mighty Ducks again, or do I go into other sorts of sports movies and then kind of lose all my ice hockey fans? Or how does that even work? This is the time to sit down before you even start your podcast and write down all the topics that you can think of. Are there going to be enough topics for you to be able to cover off? Are there going to be enough guests that you can invite on in the show? I don't even know any actors that were in an ice hockey movie, right? So I can't even have guests on. I don't even know any ice hockey players. How on earth am I going to be able to keep this podcast going beyond the first few episodes? Another big mistake in choosing a topic is choosing a topic that you actually don't have a passion for. Not only does it come across in the passion that you have for the topic while you're actually speaking about it in your podcast, but it also makes it really hard to keep coming back to that topic again and again and again and again. You aren't a robot. You can't just park yourself in front of a microphone, switch yourself on and expect yourself to just go. You need to be able to refresh that emotional energy in yourself. And by talking about something that you're passionate about, it won't be difficult to find that emotional energy week after week after week after week. So make sure you choose a good topic that you can talk about lots because there's lots to talk about, first of all, but also because you're passionate about it as well. Finally, in our overcommitting segment of this show, we're going to talk about workload. We're all busy people, especially the people that are using podcasting to advertise their business, to run their own business. You're probably the busiest out of anybody. And underestimating the workload that is involved in creating a podcast, even just your average basic one, is something that you need to be really, really careful about. So how can you make it easier on yourself to not only give you more energy to run your business, but also make it easier on yourself when you are podcasting so that you've got that sustainable workload that you can keep up for the duration of your podcast? Some ways to reduce that workload on yourself are firstly, do you need to readjust your schedule? Not every podcast has to be weekly. And I think this is probably a hangover from people that are used to listening to radio shows or used to listening to massive professionally produced podcasters paid to podcast. Maybe you can only commit to bi-weekly. Maybe you want to do one big show once a month instead of trying to release a podcast every week. There's no rule that says your podcast has to be weekly. Sure. Having a regular schedule of some kind will ensure that your audience knows when the next episode's coming out. And that's great. But if it's too much work and too hard to keep up, it is better to have a regular schedule that is less often than it is to try and release weekly and be sporadic about it. Another one to think about if you have been working for a long time, if you've been podcasting for a long time is, do you need to take a break? Do you need to take a couple of weeks off to refresh, maybe get inspired and then come back ready to go with a whole page full of ideas? There are ways to take a podcasting break, whether that's maybe taking off the end of the year when people are on holidays, maybe that's doing a couple of highlights episodes or revisiting a couple of episodes that you've done in the past. We might do another episode about that one where we talk about some ways you can incorporate taking breaks, but now's a good time to plan for it. When you're just starting out your podcast, start planning out 
being able to take a break because what that will do is if you do want to have a clip show at the end of the season or whether you do want to break your podcast up into seasons, you can start planning for that now and start grabbing those clips for that clip show or start deciding on which episodes that you want to have in your end of season recap, which will allow you to release that episode with not a lot of work at the end and then you can come back refreshed. The other thing that I didn't mention, which I should have mentioned before, is maybe you might want to break your podcast up into seasons, which will actually bake in some of those breaks. So maybe you want to release six episodes at a time, then take a break, then six episodes at a time. Release them as seasons, build up some hype when you're not podcasting so that when your episodes are coming out, people are like, oh my gosh, the next season of the Ice Hockey podcast is coming out very soon. I can't wait till it comes out. I'm going to be ready and watching. It's a great strategy to have plenty of podcasts do it. They don't necessarily always release every week. In order to alleviate the workload on yourself, have you thought about outsourcing things? Have you thought about outsourcing the editing of your podcast? That's a really good way to alleviate that sort of pressure on yourself, especially if you're not good at it. Getting a professional editor actually can make your show sound a lot better, but also they're probably a lot quicker at it too. So it means that you'll be saving some time and maybe even saving a bit of money if you take into account your own time. Outsourcing your show notes, for example, to a show notes writer who's able to put those show notes together for you, which I always find really time consuming. Can you streamline how you record your show? Are there things you can package up and use every week, like your intro and your outro, making sure that you've got a pre-produced top and tail or something like that? Can you streamline the way you do your podcast? Can you pair things back and make it easier on yourself? Does your show need to be shorter? Instead of having four topics a week, maybe it's easier to have three. Templates, streamlining, making sure everything's got a process, being really strict with your file management and making sure everything's in a place that you know where it is so that when you are producing your podcast, everything is as efficient as possible. Are there efficiencies that you can work on, say, in your equipment? Are you two podcasters trying to share a microphone, for example? Are you messing around with Skype trying to record your interviews remotely when maybe another solution might be better and maybe another solution might be easier when you don't have to clean up the audio later on? Maybe spend a little bit of money if the budget might extend to it and if it's going to make your life a little bit easier. Finally, one of the most important things I think you can do is to have a buffer. I, for example, have a two-week buffer or at least try and work two weeks ahead from the podcast that I'm actually releasing that week. So if you're listening to this podcast, it's likely I recorded it two weeks ago. What that does is if something goes wrong, if a client rings you up or whatever, and you've got to take that extra meeting, you know you've got some time in the bank to come back and record at a time that suits you rather than having to turn a podcast episode around in a day when you usually release on a Tuesday, but your Tuesday is now chock-a-block, or you've got to go and pick the kids up from school because they're sick, or whatever it is, life happens. We all understand that life happens. So make it easier on yourself by trying to get a couple of days or weeks ahead. So that's it for our first episode of the Jetstreamer podcast, our three-part special on 
burnout. Wasn't planned to be a three-part special, but anyway, here we are. So our next special coming up next week is all going to be about re-evaluating the ways that you can look at your podcast, you can re-evaluate, and maybe you can come up with some ways to help yourself get that spark back, get that fire back in the belly to help you keep podcasting, and maybe even make a more effective show than you ever thought could be possible. So thanks very much for listening to this episode. We hope to see you next week. And for now, goodbye. If you liked the Jetstreamer podcast, then leave a review on iTunes. And remember to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For more from Jetstreamer, follow us on Facebook and Instagram or head to jetstreamer.com.au.